We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We've got a weaker field than usual for this week's John Deere for multiple reasons. One, a live tournament, and two, a Scottish Open next week with the British Open two weeks from now. We'll talk about that, plus a whole lot more, and maybe review a little bit of Hartford as well coming up on this week's Gaming Golf Podcast. Everybody, welcome to Gaming Golf. Jeff Erickson here with Jeff Ritter and Scott Jenstad. Uh, we we've had a, a slew of tournaments with high good fields, high profile names. Uh, this week, the PGA PGA Tour takes a little bit of a breather with the John Deere Classic. It's a chance for a lot of lesser accomplished players to uh, maybe try to win a chance, open an entry into the British Open. A lot of college players making their debut. It's a it's a tougher field for us to analyze, though. Yeah, much tougher. I mean, it certainly this is one of those weeks where, uh, you know, Live Golf, the new competitor in town, the the effect is just massive. I think the deer would have already probably taken a hit given that the Scottish Open is now a PGA Tour sanctioned event, and a lot of guys now have a chance to pop over, get that tune up round in, tune up tournament in before the British. So, uh, but this was supposed to be a year where the John Deere benefited, you know, by just kind of moving off the uh, right away from the Scottish. But instead, they won right into the, the Live Golf uh, um, competitor instead. So tough, tough week for the deer. Tough, uh, it's a, you know, a weekend field, but uh, maybe some betting opportunities if you can uh, if you can navigate some of these unknown or rising players. Um, you know, follow a tour every week like we do. I got, I got some names. I got some ideas. We'll we'll Good. see. But it's uh, you know it's a different kind of week for sure. I was gonna say DFS uh, DFS contests still pay out, bets still pay out. So uh, I'm I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's just it's just some different names, and it's a little tougher, but uh, there's a, you know there's still money to be won. Yeah, indeed. And I'll say this: I think the move that they thought ostensibly would help the, the deer actually hurts it by co you know by co-sponsoring the Scottish. Now it's just like players have all the incentive in the world to go over you know two weeks earlier. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and they don't want to play, you know, travel cross country and then play, you know, so makes sense. Uh, and I just think now that all those players are just going to go play the Scottish there. It's not even a choice now. They just 
just do it. Yeah, you get you get acclimated for a week to the time zone and before the major starts. It just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so okay, let's just jump right into it here. Uh, as alluded, no players in the top fifty in the world. It, it, it's 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 a rough look. Our five-digit guys this week are Webb Simpson at 10-6, Adam Hadwin at 10-4, Sahith Thigala, who uh, featured prominently uh, last week at Hartford and on Jeff Ritter's roster, is at 10-1, and Jason Day at 10,000. Jeff, are you are you going to go full Thigala on us this week? Not, well, I'm happy, happy to continue <laughs> starting him in my fantasy lineup I uh, in our season-long league that we play, which I still maintain is the toughest fantasy league <laughs> In sports, that's a separate, pod- separate podcast. But uh, yeah, the Thigala thing hurt. I, I would probably stay away from him in DFS. I just think you know he's a rookie looking to break through. Uh, I don't know. Scar tissue isn't even the right word. I don't. I don't think the scar tissue is even formed yet. I think you're you're like still an open wound at this point from the double bogey on the last hole with a chance to win it. So I don't. I mean, he's he's been kind of up and down this year. I think he's squarely. You know, we talked a lot about Cameron Young and Davis Riley on the podcast a lot through the year, but he's another guy that's right there for rookie of the year consideration potentially if he can break through and win one of these last events. But I probably fade it this week. I, I think maybe we've had other weeks like this where you know where, where John Rom jumped off the page in Mexico, for example, and it was sort of like, okay, you got you just have to do it if you haven't. I just don't know if Webb Simpson is that caliber where I'm. <laughs> I'm all in on this. So I, I actually am fading this tier. But if I, if I had to pick somebody, I guess I go Webb, but I don't I don't really feel great about it. I'm definitely going to take probably one guy off this tier. I just think we get to the point where the, the, the eights and nines aren't that much different from the sevens this week. So I think I want one guy up here. I think you can play two and really get in the seventh just because the eights are just not what they normally are. Uh, my guy this week is going to be Adam Hadwin. Uh, he last played at the U.S. Open. He finished seventh. He's been top 35 the last three weeks, and those are in, those are in full field events. So this is a you know, this is definitely a, a good field for him. He gained really well tee to green at both the Canadian and the Memorial. Uh, so hitting the ball well, obviously hit it well at the U.S. Open to finish seventh. Uh, he has four top tens since March, so kind of you know you know sprinkling on some leaderboards a little bit here. Uh, Ten four, I think he's uh, very playable. Probably the top guy I'll go with. Um, I, I have no I have no issue with Webb either, and Thigala's hitting the ball really well. But if I had to pick one. It'd be Adam Hadwin, and it would definitely not be Jason Day, who is miserably overpriced at 10000 All right. Agreed. Miserably overpriced. Yeah, I love, love that combination of words. 9000 just, just not He's not hitting the ball well at all. No. Like, he's a name, but, I mean, I have him in our uh, aforementioned uh, toughest league in the history of fantasy sports, uh, but uh, it, I don't feel good about it. He's just not hitting the ball well at all. No. Uh, by the way, it, it shows where I'm doing and how I'm doing in the toughest league in fantasy sports <laughs> when I've got five golfers going this week. Uh, as opposed to most people, I have one, I have two, and I have five, uh, including You've loaded uh, up for the deer. Webb Simpson, you know, you know, I, 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 I peek at the deer every year, so there you go. <laughs> uh, the nine thousand dollar tier is much smaller than usual. Denny McCarthy at ninety nine, Maverick McNeely at ninety five, Charles Howe the third at ninety three, and Christian Benzwiedenhut is at ninety one hundred. Scott, is there a golfer in this tier you'll you'll use? There is. I like Charles Howell the third a lot this week. Uh, last three appearances here. It's a good course for him. He's finished in the top 20. Um, last two weeks, playing pretty well. 35th at Travelers, 18th Memorial. Um, his approach game was bad last week, but tee to green and off the tee was strong, and he, he hit the ball well in approach at, at Memorial, so maybe just a bad week last week. But you look at the last 24 rounds, you know, we're, we're trying to find guys who stick out a little bit. He ranks first in this field in tee to green, 
first in ball striking, third off the tee, ninth around the green, um, playing really well. He's famously a guy who just doesn't win a lot of tournaments, and 9300 is really high price for him. But I just think he's <coughs> one of the better players in this field. And uh, when we get to one and done, it's an interesting strategy week this week because everybody's probably going to take uh, you know Webb or maybe some Hadwin. I think if you're in the bottom half of your one and done, it's a good week this week to try and find someone different. And uh, CH3 is actually one of those guys I'm considering this week. That's a good pick. I, I kind of just glazed over him, but you, you make a compelling case. I was thinking my first instinct was McNeely, who we've mentioned before in the podcast, the guy whose uh, career arc is trending towards a victory somewhere. And perhaps this depleted field is one of them. Although I'm not, I'm not thrilled with the way he's playing lately, but I, I don't know. I just think this is a guy on the rise. He kind of fits the ball striker uh, profile that you'd want. And I think Biz Wiedenhood is also interesting. If, if nothing else, that it seems like when he makes a cut, he, he does something with it. Uh, he's got quite a few top 20. I think he's making 20 top 30 about half the time he makes a cut. So he's not just scraping along, but he can make a cut and do some things. And he's another one, not necessarily a power hitter. You don't, you don't need power here. I mean, this is the this is the house that Zach Johnson and Steve Stricker built. So it's yeah. more of a, this is a, this is a tee to green kind of ball, you know, ball striker golf course. So, uh, but who fits that profile, but how is that? You make it, you make an interesting case for how too. So, but I, I think this is the tier where at least for me, I start my lineup. Like I'm, I'm fading the 10 thousands, but I think a guy or two here makes sense. See it. I could see the build working out that way. Let's move on to the eight thousands. Uh, Scott Stallings is at 89. Patrick Rogers, we saw him pop up on the U.S. Open a little bit, 88, as, lo- as well as Nick Hardy, who's at 87. Adam Long's 86, Brendan Todd, 85, Cam Davis, 84, Lucas Glover, I think the defending champ at 83, Lanto Griffin at 82, C.T. Pan at 81, and at 8,000, J.T. Poston and Cameron Champ. Uh, Jeff Ritter, who do you like in this group? Well, I should probably talk about Hardy since I just picked him up in our season-long league. Reluctantly, um, I believe, reluctant, was the word. Reluctant. Well, I had, to, I had to get rid of one of the Hoy guards. I, I don't remember which one I had on the team. <laughs> Rasmus. It was, Rasmus. I, it, was, it was time. Is I did. I don't think he's going to play the British, and I just I don't know. Picked him up. Or, never Hoy guard. Like, I learned that lesson this year. Right. And the, the, the right answer is no Hoy guard. Yeah. Uh, I think the Hoy guards are going to be good, but it just might be a little too soon. But I think. Uh, Nick Hardy, I mean, it just you just like the trend, I guess, as, of where it's going. I, he was kind of out of nowhere at the U.S. Open, and I wasn't sure whether or not to buy it. But um, top ten at the Travelers, so maybe we're just—I'm just, just going to try to ride the wave, I guess, and see. I, I wish he was a little cheaper because it definitely priced in his last couple of results. But I also like Scott Stallings, who I think was top ten also at the Travelers. He's up and down. But he's just I, – I, sometimes you catch these streaky players on a hot streak. And I think, again, profile fits the golf course nicely. So um, I'm intrigued there. Um, I think he's got pretty good – I'm trying to pull up. I had it on an open tab. We shot the 63 last week. Um, but I think he's got a pretty good track record at, at, uh, at, the, at the deer as well. So those are my two. And then just one more at the bottom of the tier. I, I'm probably going to snipe one of Scott's favorites. But C.T. Pan, again, not a power player, ball striker. Uh, price is going up on CT pan as I guess you'd expect it to in this field, but, um, I'm intrigued still at 8,100. 
Uh, I'm actually no, not CT Pan this week. I was a little, a uh, little disturbed by how poorly he hit the ball last week. His, yeah. uh, his approach game, which was really rock solid, uh, took a little bit of hit last week. But I could see it. Maybe, maybe that was a one week blip. But uh, my two guys here this week, uh, another Stanford guy. You mentioned Mav McNeely, uh, Patrick Rogers, 8800, uh, playing well right now. He was 31st at the U.S. Open, 18th the Canadian. The Canadian was a lot of putting. Um, I do get that, but he's made six or seven cuts. Five of those are top 35. So you take. You know, those real fields and you take those top 35 and some of these, those become top 10s, top 15s in this field. Um, you look at the last 24 rounds, 11th in ball striking, 10th off the tee, 8th in putting. So kind of an all-around game. You're going to have to make some putts this week. Uh, you know, it's a it's a birdie fest. I think the lowest winning score in the last like six years is minus 18 or something like that. Um, so you got to make birdies. You're going to have to go low. And I like Roger's chance to do that. My other guy here, uh, also kind of all-around game, is Cam Davis at 8,400. Uh, last 24 rounds, he's fifth in the field in approach, 13th in ball striking, 15th TD green, so a top 15 player and some big stats there. Again, another guy had made six or seven cuts. Uh, he was he was third at the RBC, RBC Heritage. He was seventh at Schwab, so has made some uh, made some nice runs up leaderboards in the last uh, couple months here. I know he was only in the in the 50s last two weeks, but did make the cut. Um, I just think yeah, I think he's a solid player. I think at uh, 8400, he's uh, he's pretty well priced for how bad this field is. All right, uh, very good. Uh, I. I penciling in the, all these names as you guys go along because I, we all need help, I think, in a week like this uh, and trying to find some extra edge. Uh, before we move on to the 7,000s, uh, a quick note from our uh, sponsors on the Blue Wire Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Thank you for uh, your indulgence on that. Let's talk about the 7900s. Again, it's a huge tier. Let's not go down and <coughs> excuse me, name every single one of them on the tier. We'll just start off with Scott. Who do you like in the, the top half of the 7000s? There are a couple guys here that uh, that I do like and I will be playing. Uh, my favorite guy probably is 7900 is uh, John Hunt, who's played really well the last three events. He's been the top 25 at Travelers. Canadian and Charles Schwab um, gained really well T degree in all three of those events that, you know, there, there's well, and there's really well, he was, he was really high up there um, gained off the T and approaching all three of those events too. So playing good golf right now, you look at the top the last 24 rounds, 
fourth in this field, tee to green, really good number there. 24th in ball striking, 10th around the green. So kind of playing well in all facets of the game. Um, I think he's a little bit underpriced, 7,800. And I also like, uh, I also like Chez Reeve, uh, kind of an old, uh, an old favorite at 7,800. Last five events, he does have one missed cut, but the other four are all top 30s. Um, he was eighth at the Travelers, uh, gained really well, gained 4.4 shots, TD Green there, gained 5.7 shots, TD Green at Charles Schwab, has gained really well, TD Green. Got to do that here uh, in three or four events. So uh, give me Shez and John, John Hunt under 8,000. I think those are both guys that make the cut and, uh, you know, maybe give you a chance to, uh, you know, get a top 10, top 15. So we finally, we had to get down to the 7,000s where we overlap, <laughs> but I'm also with you on John Huh for all the reasons you suggested of his recent form, ball striking profile. Also, I just think, why can't he just go with the nickname, the question mark? I would just go with that if I was him. I feel like it's just sitting right there for him. Uh, the marketing opportunity, NIL deal, it's just, it's all sitting right there for John Huh. But he's a, he has won on tour before. It's been a while, but um, it's on the rise. I like him and I like him at that price. So um, otherwise, I thought Streelman is interesting at 7,900. He's got three top tens at the deer, uh, playing a little better recently. It's kind of a guy that pops up on these shorter golf courses, ball striker places. Uh, and I don't know. I, I just think about all the times Zach Johnson and Steve Stricker have won this thing. And I think, well, Streelman's kind of in that, you know, <laughs> yeah. maybe it's, you know, kind of fits that same mold. Um, and then also, I, I think uh, Adam Svensson, I had him on the on my team earlier this year. Um, he's another tee to green guy, Canadian. Uh, was, I think quietly lurking. Um, hasn't been his best lately, but um, for 7,700, uh, I'm interested because uh, I think he's a good fit for this place. So those are those are my three. But John Huff, finally, we have a an overlap. I like it. So put a put a star, put a question go, mark uh, next to that one. Uh, go bet, go bet that one now because I will be also. Yeah, I, I meanwhile Adam Svensson, I'm still looking for that Swedish flag next to his name, and I, I keep keep getting confused by that. But uh, so be it. Uh, as an Ericsson, I thought, hey, fellow Swede, no, no, not the case. He's Canadian. Uh, all right, second half of the seventy five uh, seven thousand dollar tier, seventy four hundred and below, uh, or for that matter, in the six thousands. Uh, Jeff, who do you like uh, for your cheapies to fit in and make everything work? I. I could get behind Steve Stricker with the right roster construction. Just given his track record, he is playing well on the senior tour. Uh, I do think he's going to make the cut. I think I don't think he's going to win, but I think he's got an excellent shot at a top 20 here uh, with this depleted field, and he's just he's at his favorite spot. So um, I'm on that. The other one, and that'll go the other direction for from the ultra old to the super young Chris Goddard up this, this kid who's you see it every year guys finish their college career, pop out on tour. And there's always a few that just that make a dent and it's starting to happen already with Goddard up. If you pay attention, he made the cut at the U S open uh, made the cut last week, he actually top 10 at Puerto Rico earlier this year. It just, it looks like a guy who's getting comfortable quickly. And uh, I like to see that. So th those are probably my two favorites off the lower half, the sevens. And then, one off the six, um, Hayden Buckley, a, a tour rookie, Corn Ferry graduate. Again, it, had, it didn't happen right away, but um, had it 14th at the U.S. Open, made the cut last week. Uh, sometimes it takes a while for guys to get comfortable. So um, I'm intrigued at 6,900 for Buckley, but I didn't really have much below there. My, my, my strategy was to kind of build a lot in the sevens and eights this week. Um, I'm a little bit different strategy wise. I'm probably going to play some more down here just cause I do want to get maybe, you know, either two tens or a 10 and a nine. Just, I think they, they are a little bit of a, a, a tier above and 
the seven eights are pretty close. So I've got a, I've got a few names down here, a couple in the low sevens, a couple in the, low, in the high sixes. Uh, I did I do like Goddard up. Uh, I won't I won't go in on him just because uh, just Jeff already did, but I think that's a, it's a good play based on how he uh, how he played the last couple of weeks. He, he missed that one cut that he made to kind of taking some good steps there. Obviously, a really talented guy. Um, gonna have to take, take some risks down here. My first play is a, is definitely a risk. It's Taylor Pendrith, who um, was playing really good golf until he uh, got the rib injury at the players. He's pushed himself back a little bit. Um, he was going to play a couple weeks ago and then didn't. So hopefully he's just making sure he's 100% healthy. But, I mean, you look at how well he was playing. He's 7,300. If you look at the last 24 rounds uh, he played, he's eighth in this eighth in this field, Tita Green, second in ball striking, ninth off the tee, second in DraftKings points. He was playing really well. He gained really well Tita Green's last three events before he got hurt. Um, he made five or six cuts. Three of those were top 25s. I just think it's someone that's it's a risk. Like he may be, he has, may have some rust he needs to knock off. He may need not fully healthy, but if he's playing, if he's healthy and, and playing well, I mean, 7,300 is a really low price for a guy who has a, a bunch of upside in this field. Um, my other guy down here is uh, is a friend of the podcast, Austin Smotherman. I'm surprised Jeff didn't mention him. I thought he was con- contractually obligated to. Um, Save but, it for uh, you this time. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, you know, he, he he putted terribly last week at the Travelers. Missed the cut because he gained almost four. He lost almost four strokes putting. Um, still hit it okay, but he's made he made six straight cuts before that. He's gained tee to green in four or five. He's gained off the tee in five straight. He was top 25 at AT&T, Wells Fargo, and Valspar, like events with way better fields than this one. Uh, you look at the last 24 rounds, he's still fourth in this group in ball striking, seventh off the tee. Um, I was surprised he was 7,000. I thought he'd be a little bit more in this field. So I think, you know, at a price we've been kind of thinking about him in better fields, I think he really makes a lot of sense in this field. And then under 7,000, just a couple names. Uh, I like Lee Hodges at 6,900. He's made three straight cuts, gained an approach three straight weeks, uh, two top 35s last few weeks. So playing good golf right now. Six in this field and approach in the last 24 rounds. And my other one is, uh, you know, an old favorite, uh, Von Taylor at 6,800. He's made seven of nine cuts, gained really well in approach the last three events. Uh, you look at this field last 24 rounds, he's fourth in the whole field in approach. So he and Hodges are kind of like shot gain approach plays that really stick out in the last 24 rounds. They're top, they're top, both top six. Um, so I think if you need to get under the 7,000, there's two guys that'll make the cut this week. I was very close to picking up Pendrith in our league. I was down to Pendrith or Hardy. And what tipped me to Hardy was the fact that Pendrith tried to come back yeah. at the Canadian and then withdrew. And I just kind of thought, I don't like to see like the false start, but uh, at the price in the DFS game, it is yeah. pretty good. And Pendrith also got picked up right after I picked up Hardy. I don't remember who did it, but I was like, he's, ah, he's a, definitely, definitely a risk, a risk this week, but in this yeah. field, I think he's a risk that has some actually legit upside too. Ah, I didn't have to pick up anybody this week. Joke's on you guys. Um, I uh, It's sad because I I only have two guys, but I couldn't find someone to drop. I should just drop one of my meager guys and pick somebody up. But my team is so mediocre. There's just not. My team is so strong. I can't find a cut. I, I wish I want to cut Dustin Johnson so badly, but I guess I have to wait till after the British Open, right? Same with me at Brooks. Yeah. Uh, I feel exactly the same way. I it's am like, I am looking forward to that cut. It's gonna uh, there, There's going to be a lot of spiteful cuts coming up soon. Here. I got Bryce yeah. in the cut also. Though, yeah. so dumb, uh, yeah. dumb live question. I assume the live guys can't play the Scottish Open, right? Because it's got the PGA affiliation. That now. is correct. Okay. Correct. But so. they can play other Brit- uh, European tour events. Right. That was the thing that I thought was interesting. Yeah. You know, it's like they haven't – it's only because it's, co- it's uh, co-run um, – that that's the only reason why uh, these guys can't play the Scottish, but like other ones, the D the DP world tour is allowing them to play their turn their events right now. But we're only getting, we're only getting one week in the PGA events out of those guys. Then it's just, just the yeah. British. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> there is a, by the way, there is a DraftKings is running a live tour showdown. Uh, but I don't know. I'm not gonna, I don't feel really that 
motivated to try to break it break down that field uh let alone play it uh just especially the 54 54 hole tournament also kind of weird there was a there was a pga and dp world tour announcement in the last hour of them growing their alliance i wonder if that's going to affect the live guys being able to play on the dp world tour i haven't seen an announcement that's on that what i was yet. yeah that's what yeah. i was just looking at we're we're putting together um a story yeah. on it now for for si.com i was just trying to it doesn't look like it's going to affect anything this year. It's more, it's more of next year, the strengthening of the partnership. Top 10 guys. Yeah, that's a, that's on, a big on the one. Euro tour get yeah. PGA tour cards. That's very big. That's that, big is, that is really big. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I wonder if, uh, if the live guys might get, uh, you know, knocked out of the DP world tours after that, but it'll, it'll, we'll see. Yeah. It'll be interesting. People, uh, are playing DP world tour fantasy leagues are, are just like <laughs> having interesting conversations right now, too. I imagine. I'm sure. Uh, let's shuffle on over to the SI Sportsbook uh, and take a look at some, what our betting sheet's going to indicate. Uh, Webb Simpson is uh, the lowest odds at twelve to one. Uh, ha- have no single-digit ones there, so uh, not 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 the usual clear favorite like uh, like Rom and or anything like that. Uh, Rom in Mexico or anything like that. Uh, Hadwin's at sixteen to one. Those are the only two golfers that are under twenty to one over there. So what grabs your eye, guys, in terms of uh, the sportsbook? Let's start with Jeff. So I just pretty much some of the guys I brought up earlier. I mean, you like the odds. This is definitely a chance. This is definitely a week to, to mix in some long shots. You know, take, mm-hmm. take a stab at it. Um, I started with Scott Stallings at 30 to 1. Uh, Adam Spenson, 50 to 1. Uh, Steve Stricker, I wish it was a little longer than 55 to 1. I, I thought I saw him at 80 to 1 earlier when we were I started prepping for this uh, uh, if you guys can believe it, I started prepping for this yesterday. <laughs> wow. I got to really think about what am I going to say about the deer? Uh, Stringer was 80 to one yesterday. Now he's down to 55. So someone must've seen my podcast notes and made a big bet. And then uh, I think Chris got her up 80 to one. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if it, ha- maybe it happens really fast. Uh, I think that that could certainly happen. And I like, I like him a lot for maybe a top 10 bet in there. So that, that's where I'm starting with, uh, with the straight ticket bets. Yeah, it is kind of strangely a fun betting week because a lot of these names, yeah. these longer shots, can actually win this week. Like usually that's like, oh, well, this guy could play great, but you know, he's got to beat Rom and JT and Rory. And it's just it's just tough to get there over all those guys. But this is a this is a week where someone can win. Uh, I'm not playing any of the top three guys. I'm not playing anybody under 25 to one this week. I just think it's a week where you get a little bit deeper down the field. So I'm gonna start with uh with Charles Howell the third at 30 to one. Uh, I'm gonna play Patrick Rogers at 31, Cam Davis at 40 to one. And then definitely, uh, definitely John Hunt, sixty-one, probably my favorite of the in terms of uh, you know the actual betting number. I love that one at sixty to one, and he's got a chance to win this week. And I'm going to jump on with Jeff too on Chris Goddard up at eighty to one. Uh, like you said, maybe it, maybe it comes really fast. We saw it with with Wolf and Morikawa and Hovland. He's not quite those guys' uh, elite pedigree, but um, you know sometimes these college guys uh, get in the right field and they can re- they can really make a run. So uh, give me those five, all thirty or one to or above. Uh, I may uh, may drop uh, may drop a couple bucks on Smotherman, hundred to one, just for uh, just for FOMO for the podcast. And I don't want to miss out on that if he wins. It'd be too right. fun. But um, those other five guys are kind of the main guys I'm betting. Kind of just uh, sprinkling it out there with all uh, all higher, higher odds because you know someone's going to win uh, from from the pack this week, and hopefully it's one of mine. All right, very good. Any uh, like top ten, top twenty, top five bets you guys like? I'd probably move Goddard up to a, a top 10 at eight and a half to one. Um, okay. I like that too. That's right. Cool. I was just yeah. looking at I'd go, uh, I'd go probably, if I had to do that, I'd probably go with Von Taylor. At, I think he was, uh, I think he was like 18 to one, something like that for a top 10. I think, I think Taylor's a guy that's going to stick around this weekend. All right. Very good. All right. Let's uh, talk one and done before we sign off here. 
I mean, the whole the world is our oyster. I, I'm looking. I have actually picked two golfers in the field so far. I picked Jason Day and Austin Smotherman as options so far. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the Smotherman pick is definitely Jeff's fault. <laughs> it's totally money. Uh, and by the way, I, I've been really good. I'm sorry. Last week I took I, I jumped on Ritter's coattails on Neiman and dragged him down. Uh, turns out when someone's standing on your coattails, it's hard to climb. So. Uh, I, I'll, I'm going to try to get my. So I'll beat my own boy book this club. week. Neiman uh, Neiman Spieth was a rough combo last week. They were both brutal. Yeah, they were. Uh, so let's go. Uh, let's start with uh, Mr. Ritter. Who do you like uh, first and one and done? I'm in 29th place out of 50 in this pool. So I got to make something happen. I feel like Webb Simpson, the gala, they're going to be heavily owned, right? So especially mm-hmm. if you're in the top half. So this is the week to throw a dart. So I'm, I'm down to, I think I'm, I'm just going to do it. I don't care. I'm going to go, I'm going to go cotter up. I'm going to do it. Do it. I'm going to wow. do it. Do it. He's, he's, he's at the very bottom, but he's at the very, very last player listed on our, our one and done pool. He's at the very he's bottom. Probably recently added to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I bet. So Godspeed, Chris got right. up on men. We're in this Good together luck. now. Thank you. I wish you good luck. Uh, Scott Jensen, who do you got? Uh, I think if you're in a top third of your tier, you just take Webb Simpson and call it a day. You're never going to get a better spot to use him. Just do it. If he wins, you're set up. If he loses, you're fine. Everybody's going to have him anyway. I just wouldn't want to be in the top third of my pool and have him win or finish second and not be on him. So if you're top third, I am not in our pool, so I'm going to drop down. I'm going to go Charles Howell the third this week. Uh, I'm feeling it. Uh, I almost went Hadwin, but I think I'm going to go a little bit further down. Um, I think I think CH three has a really good week this week. So give me him. I need uh, I need someone to win that uh, nobody has, and I think he'll be uh, you know one one uh, percent rostered this week. So I'm going to go Howell. All right. Um, yeah, not in the first column, so uh, that always helps. Yeah. Uh, when you're like doing the, the picks here, uh, so that that, that... Who, are, uh, who are you on, Jeff? Uh, I I I've been kind of I'm all over the place here, but I'm going to go ahead and go Cam Davis. I just got to. I, I like, like Cam Davis. I like that um, one too. Yeah. So, and, and Hadwin's going to be my alternate pick in case Cam Davis decides to get a wild hair. Uh, so uh, there you go. That's, that's it for this week. Uh, any other parting thoughts before we go? Uh, nothing. What are we doing next? Are we doing Scottish open next week? Or are we going to do, we, we are right. If I it's think... not Scottish, it's crap. So we have to do Scottish. Not good. Uh, I think Scottish. I mean, it's, it's uh, there's a lot of PGA, PGA plays. I think all the main tournaments are going to be on that. So yeah, I think we go Scottish. All right. Um, well, that's going to do it for this week's gaming golf. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We always appreciate it. Please subscribe, uh, rate and review us as always. And we'll be back at you with the Scottish next week. Take care. This is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer. He hears things differently to the untrained ear. Everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.